If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I'm grateful that our dogs are not the types of dogs who love to rummage through garbage cans, tear garbage bags open, and more importantly, tear open diaper pails and the diaper bags. That is so gross. I had a friend who I have a friend whose son is like 18 now, but when he was a baby, they could not stop their dog from getting in the diaper. They would have to like take the diaper out to the trash in the garage. Disgusting. After every change because the dog was so obsessed with like tearing it apart and eating it, which is like, you know, you're welcome if you're eating breakfast right now. I'm I'm so I'm, I'm actually shocked that because sometimes we will uh, fill if the garbage can fills up, we'll start a new bag. It's the lazy person's way. We, yeah. st- we start a new bag that sits on the floor next to the garbage can before we've taken the big, the full bag out to the garbage. Yes. You know? Yes. And the dogs don't even get into that. No. We're really lucky in that regard. We are lucky in that regard. That's what I'm grateful for. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for AirPods. I think it is so neat that I can just throw something in my ear and have no wire attached. You know, I know this is a very like, well, when did those come out? Like five, six, seven years. I'm very behind, but I haven't had mine for that long. And they're amazing. The only thing is, and I know I sound like a grandma saying this, but I have not been able to figure out how to get them working for Zoom meetings on my computer, even <laughs> you, though the Bluetooth is paired and connected. You struggle with that every single Zoom call. Every single time. And what we've been doing Zoom, we've been very Zoom heavy for like two years now. Three. <sighs> they, they, I don't know why. I can't. Why can I not do this? And I like I pair it. It's as connected. And then I pull up Zoom and it's like. Yeah, you're, remember how you thought you were going to be able to be on this call with um, AirPods? You can't. <laughs> your, your optimism every time, though, is admirable. But you think every time it's going to work. Yesterday, I logged on to a Zoom call 20 minutes ahead of time to make sure that my AirPods worked, and I still couldn't figure it out. And did the call start with you mouthing the word, hello, can you hear me into the camera? Or did you no, switch to No, thank cord? God. It, the call got moved like five minutes before it was actually supposed to start. Yeah. So I have to figure that out for tomorrow. Cause you can try, you haven't been able to figure it out in years. Well, you're Cap- a techie. Why don't you help me? I have, I don't know. I can't solve it. When Callie and I have to do joint meetings, which is not Super often. It's not super often, but every now and again, we'll both, uh, if it's a new client or a big project, we'll both be on the call. We used to take the calls from the same camera with the same sitting next to each other. And it just is so awkward. It's It's so, so awkward. It looks so weird. So now we will take the calls from two separate rooms in the house and depending on how well we know the person, we'll tell them, hey, we're in the same house, but it's really awkward to be sitting next to each other. Yeah. You know, if they know we work out of the home. It's also really awkward out of the home. That sounded very like 1800s. Um, but it, yeah, it's weird. And sometimes here's my fear with that. Sometimes I feel like when we take Zoom calls separately, 
it because I think it's unprofessional looking to be sitting next to your spouse in a business meeting. Like it just looks even, we, even it, though we're business partners. Right. It's, it's still odd. It's so odd. But I almost wonder if it's more weird for other people if we're in separate rooms. So we show up separately and it looks like we're not really married or something. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Because no. I have that fear. I'm like, are they going to think that we're like that's why I usually secretly divorced or something? No, I don't think there's anything wrong. That's why I usually kind of disclaim it at the beginning of the call. And I just say, hey, just so you know, we're in the same. Because what if the dog starts barking? It'll be in both of our. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or if depending on if we're trying to, to do a call while Ellie's asleep, if she got up and, and started yelling or something like that. So I disclaim it to prevent that weird stuff. I, I think that I am suffering from something that I have called, that I have named fridge blindness. Okay. And it's becoming significant. It actually... You, Would you like to explain what fridge blindness is first? Because I really don't know what you're talking about. You, you do, because I've had to ask you for help a couple of times in the past two weeks. It's breakfast. You're making yourself a piece of toast and all you want is some grape jelly. So you open the fridge looking for the grape jelly you had yesterday morning, but you cannot find it. You know, it has to be in the fridge because you keep your jelly in the fridge and that's where it is. And there's only X number of square feet where it can be. So you look and look and look and look and look, and you even look in the door where the fridge, where the grape jelly usually is and you can't find it. Then I say to you, where is the grape jelly? And you say it's right there. And then you point and there it is. Oh, not hiding, not hidden, sometimes not even behind things. Where are the leftovers that we had yesterday? Where's the, le where's the pizza? Where's the uh, two slices of pizza that I was going to heat up for lunch? Right there. there. And I can't see them. And it happened when it, it happened yesterday at lunch when I was looking for a, a jar of cheese dip stuff, cheese stuff, uh, that I actually, that, that I changed what I was having for lunch because I couldn't find it. And then when I was putting away the container that the leftovers that I heat up for lunch, when I was putting it away, I had, I saw the cheese dip that I was looking for a few minutes Total ago. Total side note, you just made us sound like the most unhealthy eaters of all time. Jelly, pizza. Cheese well, dip. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I could use ketchup, mustard, sour cream. You know, I'm just trying salsa. to salsa. I don't know. Um, well, this is like welcome to my life. But just for the, I, I would, and this is going to be another tangent or an aside. But you always make fun of me that when I use examples, I use examples that I have no zero, relation to, zero connection to. Right. Whenever I reference a fast food restaurant, I always reference McDonald's. I would say that's probably the fast food restaurant we go to the least, right? Yeah, I don't, we, yeah. So when I reference, I just talked about grape jelly. Jeff said something about the other day about, we, we don't what did you say about, a, you know, it's like the so-and-so at Chili's. I'm like, when is the last time you went right. to Chili's? Like you've been at Chili's in 20 years. Like, why is that your point of reference? Why don't you no. say, you know, the sushi restaurant we went to like that we go to every other week or the mellow mushroom across the street from us. Like you just pull out these random examples. I'm like, what are you I don't talking know. about? So why do you do this? So of all the things that I just mentioned looking for in the fridge, we don't own grape jelly. No, we, we don't. don't. We don't have grape jelly. 
Um, we did have some leftover slices of pizza, but who doesn't have that? And then what was the other thing I mentioned? Cheese dip. Cheese dip. We don't have cheese dip. We have, <laughs> we might have some queso because we, I made fajitas the other night, but we don't have. That is cheese dip. Queso is cheese dip. Yeah, but I, 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 what did I say? A cheese product? I don't know. I, I you're just weird. The point is you're weird. Yeah. Yeah. Your examples are interesting. Anyways, welcome to my world because that's how my life is 24 seven. And when you see me walking around the house saying, where's my phone or I can't find my phone and you chuckle, remember how it feels to be looking in the fridge for something that's in front of your face and you can't see it. Like, I feel like you shouldn't be able to make fun of me anymore because now you understand the pain of having something right in front of your face and you can't see it. Did you see the news that Instagram is now going to let you pay for verification or whatever? Yeah. And I don't hold on. Are you getting the story? The wires crossed. Is it that they're letting people, anybody pay for it? And then you get the verified check mark, kind of like what Twitter did. Or are they saying if you get approved, you now start have to paying a fee? No, as I understand it, anybody can now get approved. Okay. Yeah. That to me just irritates the, I mean, I hate that. Well, I actually like it, but we can, we can, we can discuss in a sec. The reason I brought it up is because it's obviously a money-making ploy, you know, Mm -hmm. that's why they're doing it. Twitter must've made money off of it. And then Zuckerberg looked at what Twitter was doing and said, oh, if they can make money off it, if Elon Musk can make money off it, I can make money off it. So that's why they're doing it. I thought of another money-making ploy based on what you just said about okay. losing your phone and stuff. They should, every time somebody uses find my iPhone, they should charge a buck. No, why, why how, would you put that into the universe? Think of how much money they would make just off of you. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would be in trouble. My mom would too. My mom, I was at my mom's house the other day and she said, my parents' house, and she said, She's like, where is my phone? Where is my phone? She had already put it in her purse. She just forgot she put it in her purse. But that would be a terrible way to make money. I would hate that. Um, Anywho, the reason that I hate it is because I feel like, one, I have been trying for years to get verified on Instagram and I get rejected every three months. You're allowed to submit the form once every, you know, certain amount of time, whatever it is. I get rejected every single time. So the fact that I've been rejected that many times really irritates me. But I will say you are verified and we use your verified account to contact other verified people because it helps stand out in DMs. Oh, does it? it does it? Like, oh, it definitely does. And I think people because are. Because people see the check mark or does it, if somebody with a, with, with verified, both. does it rise to the top of the inbox? Depending on what your settings are. But people I think are mm. more likely to respond to you on Instagram than me because you have a blue check mark. And I think this is going to dilute that. And I'm bitter about it because it's a really nice way to be able to like communicate with people that maybe wouldn't have. Like, I think Amy Purdy probably started talking to you on Instagram because. The blue check. The blue check. Hmm. Maybe. I, uh, well, Amy's a bad example because I actually think that upside listeners are the reason. So that was a bad example. But there are people. Yeah. Mosh. Huh. huh. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So I'm kind of like bummed about that, but totally Maybe selfish. it'll be too different because I read it and I thought, I go, this is, this is great because with the 10 bucks or whatever that you would pay per month, I think it's 10 or 12, whatever the price is that you would pay per month, you get the verification, but you also get 
added security measures. You get access to customer service of some sort. And then one other perk. And for all the people who make a living Mm -hmm. or have Instagram be a big part of their uh, livelihood, Mm -hmm. if something happened to their account and they got hacked and their account got taken down, then they're screwed. Yeah, we know people who have been in that situation before, but... And there's no customer service. There's no 1-800-Instagram to call and say, hey, you got to help me out. Right. So if you already have a blue checkmark, I think that's a great service. But I think if anybody can buy a blue checkmark for a nominal amount, I mean, it's not like it would be different for like a thousand or two thousand dollars. Then that would kind of filter it out. But the fact that most people can afford to do that, that means their customer service is going to be all of the like jazz of it being a exclusive thing completely goes away. You so you think there should be tears? Oh, I thought you meant like crying tears. And I was like, why are we crying about Instagram? <laughs> no, I mean, no, I just think it's a stupid idea to are let you, people buy check marks. I just think it's dumb. Will you get one? No. You won't? No, on principle, I will not. You should. Absolutely you've, not. I'm not buying my check mark. wanted it for years. Yeah, I want them to want me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I want Instagram to want me. I don't want to, you know, yeah, this is like personal between me and Instagram, and I am not giving in until I am liked more by them. You know what other story that I saw that just I was dying to ask you about? And this was actually last week, but on Moshe's show, on Mo News, they were talking about how there are trials going on right now for male birth control in mice, rats, whatever, and they're going very well. And my first thought when I'm listening to this is, well, let me reserve my thought. You tell me what you think about that first. Um, I think it's good because... It's like a pill. Yeah, I think it's good. I think um, two things. One... There are a lot of mice, you know, so if we can give male mice birth control, so there would be less mice. I think that's a good thing. And two, I would be most curious about seeing the tiny little pill bottle in the tiny little prescription form. You know, you are ridiculous. What? He's making himself laugh right now. That's what you're doing. No, I really want to know what you think about it. Um, I... I think it is a grand idea. I am all for a, I I think that women have to carry such a burden when it comes to being in a partnership with it, with a man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If uh, you're the one who carries the baby, you're the one whose cycle dictates everything that, you know, when it comes to creating a family and all that stuff. So in theory, yes, the least a man can do is take, take a pill every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I trust men as a whole. Yes, this is what to, this to, to do it. This was my first thought. I believe that when women were created and given the power to carry children and the gift to carry children, it was because the creator decided that you were the more responsible one. 
thousand percent it so, is because we can handle it and you can't. And I. So my, they should stop the trials on the male birth control pills and just let everything be the way it's been. My first reaction is I would never put that responsibility in the hands of a man. You and I have been together for 10 years and I still would not trust you to take that pill every day. I know. Like, I love you, but I don't trust you in that way. I don't trust anybody but myself when it comes to that. So, you know, I get the whole like, oh, yeah, like help women. Like, no, men being responsible for that does not help women. It just just does not. Just for. okay, this is just me being and I I hope that I don't get hate for this because this is just the facts. There is. There there is a bigger. Burden. I don't want to use the word risk, but if somebody doesn't take their birth control pill, it's going to affect the woman a lot more than it's going to affect the guy. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, I would be all for if don't they have um, things that you can put is implant the right word, but like, you know, under your skin or whatever that. You only get once a year um, for birth control. They have like, I don't know. They have like IUD like that they can put in you. I'm talking about a chemical because if there was a thing that a guy could, if a guy could go once a year and get some sort of implant, you know what I mean? That just lives under the skin and boop. Yeah. That would work. I th- would I would feel better yeah. about that. Yeah, I would feel better about that with you. I wouldn't trust like every guy with that, but yeah, I would definitely be more trusting with you about that. KiwiCo knows a thing or two about delivering moments of discovery through fun, hands-on projects. Each month, they deliver super cool science, technology, and art projects for kids. And you can choose from nine different subscription lines for different ages and categories. We have been getting KiwiCo crates since Ellie was just a couple of months old. I did not even know that there were things that kids as young as two or three months uh, needed to work on or needed stimulation by, but there are. And KiwiCo taught me about that, and I'm super grateful for that. It's very helpful as a new parent. Her most recent crate came with a little doctor's kit and she has been really nervous about going to the doctor. So it was really cute to see her open this. And then she constantly is checking my ears. She's checking Jeff's ears. And it's really cool to watch her explore and discover new things that were totally foreign to her before. And we have that thanks to KiwiCo. KiwiCo has super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to your door every month that will cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity. Learn without a screen. You won't believe the awesome tangible things your kid can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Make 2023 the year of discovery with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line at kiwico.com slash upside. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com slash upside. So excited that Liquid IV is continuing to partner with the upside in 2023. I am a huge fan. Dehydration to me means foggy brain and headaches. Those are the first symptoms. When that happens, I grab a stick of Liquid IV, mix it with a small bottle of water, drink it down, and I can feel, I can almost feel my body getting wetter. 
That's a word. I can feel the hydration working its way through my system. I don't know if it's if that's psychosomatic or if that's really happening, but I do know it makes me feel better very quickly. It's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's packed with B3, B5, B6, and B12 vitamins plus vitamin C, and it hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Delicious flavors. My favorite is strawberry and lemon lime, and you can get 20% off anything you order right now when you go to liquidiv.com, L-I-Q-U-I-D-I-V.com, and use the promo code UPSIDE. You can also grab Liquid IV in bulk at Costco. Once again, liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout to save 20%. If you have not done so yet, it is time to refresh your 2023 wardrobe with Rothy's for chic, sustainable shoes that bring out your best style. Now, I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's, and I love them for a multitude of reasons. They are super cute, first of all. So there's a pair of Rothy's for every single outfit you could think of, and they are insanely comfortable. You can take them right out of the box, and there is zero break-in period. So you can wear them for a full eight to 12 hour day on your foot with no indication that you were just wearing brand new shoes. You can also machine wash them, which I love. Just make sure you're not drying them. And you can feel good about what you're wearing. Because Rothy's is designed with the planet in mind. Rothy's shoes are sustainably made with their signature thread spun from recycled single-use plastic water bottles. Now, if you are wondering what kind of Rothy's to get, I have two favorite styles. Um, My favorite for work is the loafer style because they look really sleek. They're very classic and I love those. I also love the sneaker style and that's what I wear day-to-day running around and you will never regret buying your first pair of Rothy's. And once you do, you will be hooked. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. I'm going to be shocked if I am wrong about this, but to the best of your knowledge, best of your ability, can you tell me how a four-way stop sign works? Okay. At the risk of sounding really dumb because this seems very obvious. Yep. Everybody comes to a complete stop. All four cars come to a stop. If they, are you talking about if they come at the same time? Like if they come to a stop at the same L- time? Let me, uh, let me present to you a specific scenario. Okay. Uh-huh. So let's number the intersections one, two, three, and four. So if it's the, if it's uh how about you do it like oh, a clock? Oh, actually a clock. So yeah. we're going to do one, three, six, and nine. Or yeah. I'm sorry, 12, three, six, and nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a car pulls up. At, so there's a car at every one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three and nine are going straight. So everybody comes to a stop and then three and nine both go mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So now it's 12 and six's turn. Six is making a left. 12 goes, is going straight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What happens? The person going straight goes first. Right. But both cars pull, 12 and 6 both pull up at the same time. 6 pulls into the intersection mm-hmm. and with his blinker on, or mm-hmm. her blinker on, mm-hmm. and 12 goes straight. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. 12 never waits. For to s- see what the left-hand turn is going to do. Yeah. I feel like this has become such an issue over the past 
I, I feel like it happens at every intersection that I'm at, every four-way stop that I'm at, where I am turning and the person, like, it's not who got there yeah, first, goes turn, first. If you're, you if, operate in pairs. Three and nine. Oh, are, I don't know that that's true. I think it's whoever was there first. Not if it's, if. If okay. it's at the exact same time. Okay, here's, here's the Then scenario. the person going straight gets a right of way. If you come and the person going straight is stops and there's already a car stopped there turning left, the left person gets to go. Yeah. But I, what happens if while three and nine are going, mm -hmm. they're crossing the intersection. Six is already stopped at the intersection and 12 comes to a stop while three and nine are going. Mm -hmm. Right. So technically six was there before 12, mm. but this is this, this, I feel like this has come up constantly. And then the peep, the thing that gets me is the people who are looking at me are almost annoyed that I've now pulled into the intersection and I'm waiting for them because we go in pairs. Yeah. I think in a perfect world, we do go in pairs. Here's the other place where that really gets me. The four-way stop thing is because when is when, sorry, I said that incorrectly. Someone like, okay, if one of the pair, hmm, I don't know how to say this. This is a hard thing for me to say. Okay. Just use them as numbers. Three. Yep. And no, three and nine. Three and nine are facing each other. Twelve and six are facing each other. So nine is three is sitting there. <laughs> I'm nine. Okay. You're nine. Yes. I'm headed to three. Right. Three is already there. Yeah. I get dirty looks when I go with three. Right. At the same time. At the same time. You're both going straight. Yeah. Because people are like, you know, oh, you were the last one to get to this four way stop. But I'm like, three is blocking the intersection anyways. So nobody else can go. Anyways, the, the only yes. person that can go is me. Right. Yeah. And why not? Because it makes the whole system more efficient. Right. Because then you can, then you get another car through there faster. Right. Yes. And it just moves. Everything just moves. And then it gets it back into the flow of two. That's the, that, that yeah. right okay. there is the same exact thing that I was, it doesn't, I, yeah, I, I just feel like somebody blew a whistle and said, okay, we're all going firsties first. And we all have to keep track of who pulls up where and when. And that's not the, do it as pairs. Yeah. Okay. Do it I as feel, pairs. I feel validated. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Uh, number one, Callie, agree or disagree with this study from New York University. Researchers there said it takes less than five seconds for a person to decide if they do or do not like a song. No. No? No, that is not true. It takes longer than that? Yes, or, okay. it takes longer. Uh, I say, I disagree also um, on the basis that sometimes I have to hear a song a few times. I do too. To decide, oh, mm -hmm. that's a good song. Um, yeah, that's the end of it. Your second random thing is the chief mouser. Do you know what the chief mouser is? I don't. Mickey? No, the chief mouser is Larry the cat, who is, he's like the official cat of the prime minister's residence in London. Have you oh, ever seen yeah, Larry? They, He's famous because 
whenever they're waiting for the prime minister to come out of the front door and make a statement, the cat always seems to be lingering around and the camera guys zoom in on him. Yeah. Right? He's his, name's, his name's Larry. His name's Larry the cat. That's great. And he was in 2011, they officially gave him that title yeah. chief mouser because somebody saw like in the background of a live chat or something, a rat running through. So they, or a mouse running through a shot. So they're like, we need to get a cat. Okay. This cat just celebrated his 12th year on the job. Nice. So he basically runs the show and you know how quickly England seems to go through prime ministers, right? Yeah. So, um, he has outlasted five prime ministers, David Cameron, Theresa May, Boris Johnson, Liz Trush, Liz Truss. Um, and now the current guy. And now the current guy, Rishi. How do you say his last name? Unsure. Soonkin? I don't know. I don't know how to say his last name. Um, and then he has been in residence there longer than Winston Churchill or Margaret Thatcher was. Do we know if he's Team Will or Team Harry? We don't know. We, he has not been interviewed. Uh, and your third random thing is just something for you to worry about. Uh, there's a, a syndrome called long QT syndrome. It actually causes some people's hearts to stop when they hear high-pitched sounds. What? In one extreme case, a man died <gasps> when he was surprised by his alarm clock going off. That's not very upside And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. Podcast. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. You know what I forgot to ask you? Being that today is the first day of Lent for my Catholic brethren. You know what Lent is? Yes. Yeah. You don't celebrate Lent, right? That's Catholic only? It's not Catholic only. It's, we, we, we just take it the most serious. But I think you guys take it the most seriously, yeah. All right. I haven't really thought of anything to give up for Lent, so I was wondering if you have any suggestions for me on what I should give up for the next. Today's Ash Wednesday. Oh, okay. So, so you want so me from, to pick something for your religion? So from today until Easter, what should I not you have to give? You have to sacrifice Ooh, something. this could be fun. Yeah. I think if I'm being like a nice, kind wife and doing something that I know you want to do no, anyways. Don't, don't be on the podcast different than you are in real life. Be rude. <laughs> I'm not be, rude. Be me. I think you should give a soda. Okay, that's a good Because you wanted to do that anyways. Yeah. And it's, you know. Yeah. Like, you don't really need it. Like The minute you said that, though, all I wanted was a Coke. Yeah, I know. Funny? But I feel like you should give that up for Lent. If you told me to give up something, what would you have me give up? Um, Even though I don't do Lent. Probably coffee. Why would you do that to me? Mm. Um, Cigarettes. <laughs> That when Callie was pregnant with Ellie, she picked up smoking. Yeah. Because uh -huh. it was stressful. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, I don't know. Uh, oh, I know what I would give up. I would tell you to go. Oh, good thing I'm not participating in this because I know exactly what you're going to say. What am I going to say? The Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Nope. I'm addicted. The, the snooze button. Ooh, that is hard. Alarm goes off, feet on the floor. <laughs> do I have to do this? I and I mean, if not, you'll go to hell. According to you. I think Father Flanagan when I was growing up. Is that, is that your, what do you call them again? Not minister. Father. 
Priest? Priest. Yeah. Yeah, your priest's name. Yep. Hey, guys. Just wanted to tell y'all that John Munch's character, you probably already know this, started in Baltimore on Homicide Life on the Street. And if you were not a fan of that at the time or didn't know about it or didn't watch it at the time it was on, go back and stream every season. Homicide is a brilliant show. So that's it. Have a great day. Bye. I always heard the months of the year was 30 days has September, April, June, and November. After February's done, the other months have 31. And none of that other crap. So have a great day. Thank you. Hey, guys. Hope you're having a good week. Um, Jeff, I was also taken down by the glorious stomach bug. I don't think mine was food poisoning, but either way, it was not fun. But anyways, Callie, um, the Murdoch murders, you just made me feel so much better about myself because I can't keep up with it either. Um, There's a podcast called The Murdoch Murders, which I'm sure you know. Um, And I started listening to it, but I just, I can't keep up. So I stopped, but maybe I'll give it a go again. And Jeff, you said 100% of the women in the coffee shop were wearing leggings. And it made me think, I actually realized how I pretty much only wear leggings. Um, I'm packing for a girl's trip and... I'm trying to put outfits together, and I think I told you guys this, but I work in healthcare. So for the last, like, decade, I wear scrubs, and then when I get home, I put on yoga pants. And when we go out, I either am wearing, you know, nicer leggings or, you know, the leather leggings, or I do have jeans, but they're just not comfortable when you're used to living in spandex or scrubs. But I do have, like, nicer outfits for events, but I realize they're all skirts because skirts are comfortable. So I have these cute skirts that I'm taking up north. I'm going to freeze my bum off. But I was packing, and it's just like a sea of black leggings spread out across the bed. Just change the top. It's hilarious. But I hope it never changes. Leggings are awesome, and I hope they're always here to stay. Love you. Bye. This is how I learned the months. 30 days, had September. April, June, and November, all the rest have 31 except February, who stands alone. That's pretty easy. Y'all have a great day. This is your morning reminder that you're too high maintenance to go to prison. And also, you don't look good in orange. Some people get out early for good behavior, but let's be honest, that's not going to be you. So be nice to people today.